two grown men who never seen The Simpsons It's America's Barley Basket Oh boy, my tum That burp jarred something loose This is oh boy. no way to begin a podcast <laughs> <laughs> And I got my goddamn lamp on I don't know why, but Jesus Christ I feel like I'm getting fucking you know, someone's bad copping me right now. <laughs> they got me under the lamp. <laughs> Gonna fucking hit you with this phone book. <laughs> Maybe commit to a crime that happened in Marietta, Georgia in 1988. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Jesus, that burped aged me like a decade. (laughs) I think I need to go to bed. (laughs) I mean, it is quarter after seven at night. That's a good time for bed. I did the thing yesterday where I sneezed so hard, I pulled a muscle in my side and could barely breathe. <laughs> oh, fun. I do that about once a year. That's it's, it's fucking jarring the first time it happens. It's like, oh, is this it? Like, I, I can't breathe right now. <laughs> I can't tell you I've ever had that happen. No. Not once. The no. joys of your 40s. Yeah. Just <sighs> almost dying from the littlest thing. Like. Every little thing is uh, life-threatening. Yeah. <laughs> I've the done bar. the one where, like, yeah, yeah, sneeze or something, or, or even just turn your head slightly faster than normal and have your neck lock up down one side. Like, yeah. it feels like somebody poured a bunch of cold water down the side of your neck. You're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Must like pinch a nerve or something. Yeah, like get cold and tingle. Yeah. Like, is this it? Yeah, well, that's what you get for being a conscientious driver. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Over your- <laughs> Use your mirrors, shithead. Yeah. Just molly hatchet that shit. Put it in re- reverse and put her to the rugs. <laughs> yeah. Just drive perfectly through a school bus. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy oh man i'm fucking fueled on fucking i have gotten two mcdonald's coffees today on two separate occasions and ordered nothing else (laughs) the same mcdonald's yep oh yeah they hate me (laughs) mcdonald's coffee's so good and it's so cheap man it's so hard to go wrong Buck yep, for a large coffee. McDonald's does have very good coffee. Yeah, I got it figured out, and I'm there for it. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I, so do you do you go get a coffee? Did did you leave the house specifically to get a McDonald's coffee the first time? First time, yes. Second time, no. So you went and got a coffee, came home, dilly dally, did some other stuff, drank the coffee. Mm-hmm. And then went back out. <laughs> yep. And but was this also, one to do something else. Yep. Coffee related. I realized I don't have any creamer. I'm going to need creamer for tomorrow when I should be a big boy and just make coffee at home. Uh-huh. And the grocery store I go to conveniently located next to a McDonald's. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so we could set a timer. There is a nuclear waste grade shit about to come out of me pretty soon. <laughs> did you, was, did they at least do a shift switch or did you go through oh, no. the same person? Same old man. Very like, it's always kind of like I do a spit take when I see like a person over retirement age work in the counter at a fast food place, mm-hmm. but it's not, you know, fucking once you go to enough fast food, you're going to see it several times a year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was. A, I, I just hope they're there because they want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they're bored. You know, that happens to retired people. Yep. Here's because hoping. You can only watch so much Fox News. You got to get out of the house. <laughs> go sling some McChickens. Yeah. <laughs> there was an old woman that worked the cash register at the 32nd Avenue Taco John's in Fargo that was so flummoxed at all times, she wouldn't even look at you. She'd just be talking up to herself about whatever's going wrong with the electronic fucking <laughs> I don't even know. I don't I don't think we even sell that. I just gave it to him for $2. It's like, she doesn't even look at you. You're just <laughs> handing her a card. She scans and hands it back. She's just got this external monologue <laughs> just narrating 
<laughs> Did you have this happen at McDonald's? Because I know, so I have noticed this a few times before, but really noticed it uh, earlier this week or last week. Last week I went to McDonald's. I also got a McDonald's coffee <laughs> last week. Undeniable. But I also got other food. Um, always, they fucking make you pull around the corner and park in one of the spots and we'll bring it out to you. Like the things that are for like, Oh, there's so many people in the drive through. So we got to yep. like move, move some people through. I've had, this is the second time now I'm the only one stop at the first window and pay, pull up to the second window. We'll have you pull up around and we'll bring it out to you. Nobody else in the entire <laughs> drive through line interesting that's a why do they do that huh yeah i don't run into that down here what i i fucking noticed it two hours ago and every time i drive by it it's this way the people of the twin cities metro must have an affinity for fucking culvers that makes it so they don't mind waiting in line for two fucking hours it's that line looks like a starbucks line and huh. fucking it's like is it worth it i ask you like Culver's is fine, man, but like Culver's is better than fine. You watch your goddamn. Mouth. I don't, man. And there is no fast food. I'm willing to wait in line for 45 minutes. Uh, if I really want, not 45 fucking minutes, no. But like, well, Culver's Culver's takes a long time if you're the only person there because everything's yeah. made to order, and it's yeah, like, yeah. It's a little more real food than fucking yeah, McDonald's. It's not, it's not as much conveyor belt shit, you know? Like Right. Or, yep. Man, Culver's is good. Crinkle oh, cut. Man. Crinkle cut fries, baby. And a proper ass butter burger. Mm-hmm. You ever had Arby's crinkle cut fries? I have. How are they? They're great because they're okay. crinkle cut fries. Uh, I get I've a couple times I've been through there, I'm always like, you know what, you should try it, but you know, dance with the girl you came with. So I always get the I always get the curly fries. Ah, <laughs> uh, god, fucking curly fries. Not they're a all, fan of the curls. They're all seasoned up. They're so delish. Like, listen, I love seasoning, but not that seasoning. No. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> Man, if a restaurant does have crinkle cut fries and they go away from it, I'll just never go to that restaurant again. It's like, <laughs> I will silently mourn it in my car and then just never come back. <laughs> <laughs> you reach out your window and pour a little ketchup on the curb yeah. for a fallen homie. Just, just touch it with my hand on the outside and then leave. <laughs> <laughs> See you at the crossroads. <laughs> Put your hand on a gravestone. Hmm. <laughs> I forgot to tell you this. One of the comedy shows I did this weekend was a fundraiser for the the fire department or they're buying a new ambulance or they're fucking paving new bike trails or something. You know, the drill. A small town Some fundraiser. Of municipal fundraiser. Yeah. And they had kind of a serve your own. Here's, some, here's a big thing full of fucking diced up potatoes and ham. Here's a hot dog heater with some buns. And they had a fucking big tin, like a mom... Making some goodies tin full of fucking scotcheroos, fucking special oh, K bars. Oh, shit. And 8.5 out of 10. And you know how hard oh. I, I am the East German judge when it comes to scotcheroos. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no making you happy with scotcheroos. I will calmly take a fucking platter full of gas station scotcheroos and flush each one down the toilet. <laughs> 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 Meanwhile, I think all of Jesus's scotcheroos are special. Yeah. I don't throw. I'm the opposite of the Spartans. I throw yeah. out zero scotcheroo toddlers. <laughs> and like, I saw her packing them up. I was like, "Oh, those scotcheroos are so good." She's like, "Oh, you got to take one then." And she fucking caught me a scotcheroo the size of a fucking rodeo belt buckle. <laughs> that was just <laughs> she she knew her clientele. <laughs> Lady, you trying to kill me? So I'm carrying gear like the sound gear with a fucking <laughs> like, like hardcover Bible sized scotcheroo in my mouth. I'm drooling like a mad dog. <laughs> 
<laughs> Slobbered all over myself. <laughs> Set a wet scotcheroo on my dash. <laughs> uh, shit. Was it worth it? A hundred percent. Nice. Yeah. You should have got an extra. You should have yeah. got me one. God damn it. Yeah, that is true. You dick. Yeah. <laughs> you could have mailed it. I could yeah. have it by now. Just, I was just thinking the cruel, the cruelty of getting premium scotcheroos at a comedy show and you're not at it. Uh, yeah, the one time we've had scotcheroos at a comedy <laughs> show and it's one I'm not on. <laughs> And that she was probably 70 years old. And when I started talking up the Scotch Roos, her husband left a conversation to come talk about him. <laughs> <laughs> this he struck me as a man that probably doesn't say a lot of kind things a lot. So like, <laughs> I think she really appreciated how much he was talking him up. <laughs> that was her. That he gave her her yearly compliment. Got it out of the way early in February. Yeah. She doesn't do much right, but goddamn it, she can make scotchers. <laughs> <laughs> that is really backhanded, yeah. sir. Oh, honey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I can't believe I missed the fucking Scott show. <laughs> uh, was doing a, the show we were doing was in the old movie theater, which you know how much I love an old movie theater. Uh -huh. Really ideal for comedy because you're fucking on a stage that's six feet higher than everyone else, but it was fine. And like the, there was the crap. They said the theater closed in the late seventies, and I was like, I better riff on this a little bit. Like, hey, whoever went to a movie here, like, forty percent sure. of the hands who had their first kiss here, bunch of hands went up. It's like who's been fingered here. <laughs> 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 One woman laughed too hard at it. It was so good. Ah, nice. I was like, Did you dive on her? Were you like, ah? <laughs> and then it was like, this. that's just not for the ladies. Any of the fellas get fingered in here? Not really uh, that kind of crowd. <laughs> oh, oh, that's where the laughter was done? Yep. Okay. None of those cowboys. <laughs> I was like, well, one of you had to have an adventurous girlfriend. <laughs> None of them did. <laughs> all these, all these wranglers are too tight to get a fucking hand stuffed down the back of the pants. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a goddamn physical challenge. Try to finger a man in wranglers. Yeah. That's that's the French version of Double Dare. <laughs> You're gonna have trouble getting past the belt to begin with. They cinch them pretty tight. I tucked the shirt in. That surly cowboy has a red flag two inches up his asshole. <laughs> you have sixty seconds, <laughs> and he's gonna fight you the whole time. Watching three gangly teenage boys try to fucking take a flag out of a. 60-year-old cowboy's ass. <laughs> oh, why is he so old in yeah. <laughs> And like, And he's not like an angry man. He just does, clearly doesn't want these boys fiddling with his butt, you know? Like, Which, to be fair, <laughs> I don't think any of us want teenage boys fiddle fucking around with our butt. I just want to win a 10-speed. <laughs> That's enough horseplay. Get out of yeah. there. A lot of get out of there. If you were gonna, if you're gonna succeed at Double Dare, you had to have pretty, pretty high IQ when it came to horseplay. That game was seventy five percent horseplay. I've never once seen an episode of Double Dare. Oh Bear. shit! Well, not a not a second of it. There we go. Well, <laughs> sometimes they'll say that'd be a great idea for a podcast, but no, it wouldn't. <laughs> no, not at all. Well, game shows aren't a fun thing to recap. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's probably right. That doesn't make for very entertaining recaps. The one thing about the host of that show was like a game show host. Like he wasn't famous for something else like most game show hosts are now. And kind of like an intelligent cat, like a good talk show guest. Because he later in life did some other game show. And that's what he was getting interviewed for on like Jimmy Kimmel or something like that. And he okay. got talking about the time in like the early 90s. Like Jay Leno's just starting as the Tonight Show host. When You know, back, you know, on the Tonight Show, the one thing they always did, when you're the first guest, you just move over on the couch. Yeah. And give the chair. You know, Letterman, the first guest left, you know. 
So this one, like, yeah, but Johnny, so, you slide down the couch, yeah, yeah, and and then so Burt Reynolds slides down, and Mark Summers, the Double Dare host, sits down, and fucking like. Like they're getting interviewed, he's talking, and everything's normal. It's not like he's like this crazy guy, so it's pretty bland. And then like fucking Burt Reynolds makes some kind of like underhanded comment, and fucking that game show host makes like a twist about all of his failed marriages. Oh, <laughs> and the crowd just pops like, like <laughs> the fucking table shot in ECW. <laughs> Holy shit! Holy shit! Holy shit! <laughs> And there's like a little bit more back and forth. I might be getting this wrong. I think it was then fucking Burt Reynolds pours a mug of water on his head. And it's like clearly like uncomfortable and weird and like. What a dick. Yeah. Like and I, I think I hope I'm not getting that wrong. You can. It's on YouTube. It's I love when TV gets like off because fucking all those late night talk shows for the most part are so paint by numbers you know yeah like, the formula was established 50 fucking years yeah. ago so i love seeing when it goes off the rails man if anyone out there's listening and you this is something that appeals to you a fun way to waste fucking 45 minutes on youtube google charles groden Carson, Charles Grodin Letterman, Charles Grodin Leno, because he went out of his way to make those interviews a challenge. Like, to ruin them. Yeah. Yep. Just this cantankerous, like, yeah. like so what so when does Beethoven come out? You don't care. Yeah. Like just <laughs> You're you are doing like, yeah, that's exactly how like you're a seventy year old man, Johnny. Are you watching Beethoven? Like <laughs> <laughs> the Johnny Carson one, it has to be within the last few years of him hosting that show. You can still tell that when when a predator entered, he could he could bring out his talons too, you know? Like that oh, yeah. was quick, man. He was sharp, you know. Like Johnny was quick and had a mean streak. Yep. If somebody brought it out, he was fucking brutal. Yeah, I think that's a that's like a Hollywood thing about Johnny Carson. The kind of guy that can hold a grudge. Yep. Like if if he if you fucked with him and he he could somehow fuck with your career with all his power he would. Is it? I think it is. It's Johnny Carson who his fucking uh, his DeLorean barely made it off the lot. He got like barely out of the driveway of the dealership and <laughs> and it died. <laughs> Can you imagine buying a brand new fucking car and you barely get all four all you barely get all four tires onto the public street and it dies? I like to be the guy driving to work. You see Johnny Carson kick out a space age car. <laughs> uh, Johnny Carson putting the boots to a goddamn DeLorean. I don't know if if they're photoshopped for effect, but I've been seeing pictures of uh, those Tesla Cybertrucks starting to rust out, which is yeah. amazing. Yep. <laughs> Spend fucking ten thousand or a hundred thousand dollars on a space age vehicle, and it's fucking <laughs> you got to bondo the fenders. <laughs> yep. Kind of your uncle paint it. <laughs> <laughs> it has been a lot of fun to watch the watch all the videos of the failures of that rollout. <laughs> like, yeah. like nothing is what was promised. All these fucking, but like because it's how it is. Everybody who bought one just lies to themselves and defends yeah. it and claims it's great. And it's like here's a video of one not being able to cross flat grass. Yeah, <laughs> and like. And the shame of it is there's a lot of cool shit about them, too, you know? Like, some of the technology's fucking amazing, you know? Like, I but. think they look so terrible, but, like, under the hood, like, it, if you go down, like, it's fucking zero to 60 specs and stuff, it's like, this is legit dangerous. Yeah, this how is fast like, this thing is. This is like a supercar that has four-wheel drive, yeah, like. And weighs fucking four and a half tons, like. Because it's all made of stainless steel. It has no crumple zones. And it, it looks like you asked a six-year-old to draw a really cool pickup truck. Yep. It like looks it, like a kid drew it. Yeah. So wild. Like, I saw there's... I've seen a couple here in town. No shit. In Fargo. Yep. I've never seen one in the wild. 
It uh, it looks even dumber in person. So <laughs> I drove past a couple that were charging, and I was just like, uh, "That's okay, bud." Yeah. <laughs> like, seeing an oddball vehicle on the streets of Fargo is always a treat because there wasn't a lot of that. Not a lot of like flossing rich people in Fargo. You know, like no. I mean, there's enough here now. Yeah. Like they're. They're they're here now. Like I remember, like eighteen, twenty years ago, there was a Bentley you'd see on the streets. Like I remember, it's like fucking snowing and just nightmare. Roads were fucking terrible. I was just trying to get home from work, and I was behind that Bentley. Like what uh. a car to drive in these conditions. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they're probably rear wheel drive. If I had to guess, they're a giant fucking sedan. You know? Like, yeah, I would assume they can't be good on the yeah. ice. Yeah. <laughs> fucking getting t-boned by a bentley would be weird (laughs) so dude that looks like the monopoly man gets out (laughs) it's hey man as long as they're the ones who t-boned you you t-bone a bentley your your insurance is gonna drop you they're not yeah Yeah, i'd rather have a fucking a bentley hit me than a fucking 87 pontiac grand am (laughs) (laughs) that dude ain't got insurance on there <laughs> he cracks you a beer <laughs> <laughs> how, how far from fargo do you think you got to go to get fucking like certified body work done on your bentley <laughs> no shit can it be done in north america <laughs> you got to charter a cargo plane yeah <laughs> they're british right i have no idea yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they seem they seem real old money. What do you think of the the big game, Nathan? What do you think of the foosball game? Has our has our podcast reached a point where we can't say Super Bowl in fear of legal retaliation? Yep, we're not on CBS this year. So God, I bet it was in our first few months of podcasting where you brought that up, and I notice it everywhere. That even like mm-hmm. regional grocery store chains won't their ad won't say the Super Bowl. Like, yeah. come get ready for the big football game. Like, that's wild to me. You yep. know, like now if you keep an eye out, it is everywhere. They just can't say Super Bowl. They got to protect their brand. Yeah, <laughs> the big Doritos display is big game. Yeah. You you wouldn't want the fucking grocery store circular in Williston, North Dakota, to uh. use the word Super Bowl. <laughs> The fucking National Football League will come in and burn this Jack and Jill to the ground. <laughs> Stalin-esque thugs come in. <laughs> Drag the owner out and beat him with a hose in front of the whole town. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we got half a good game. I was worried in the first half. I was like, oh, this sucks. But <laughs> I had a rugged weekend of comedy. I started that morning in Iowa, drove all the way here, was kind of feeling under the weather. I'm like, I'm going to take a couple minute nap. Fucking woke up in the fourth quarter. <laughs> oh. So, I mean, I got to see some pretty exciting shit, you know? Like, yeah, you you got to see the fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't really give much of a shit either way, but I kind of wanted San Fran to win. Fucking Kansas City's won enough. So has San Francisco. San Francisco's won even more. Fuck that. Yeah, but not in anyone's adult life, that, like our adult life, at least, you know? like. I fucking hate the 49ers. I I have a lot of friends that have that same. It's been long enough now. Like, it's funny, though. You could make the same argument about the Cowboys, and I still hate the Cowboys. Like my yeah it's it's the exact same thing except when i was growing up my mom's cowboys fan so it was fuck the niners is what i grew up with yeah (laughs) and you never latched on to the cowboys you always i did for a long time when i was a kid yeah i don't i couldn't tell you when i made the switch god like probably the was like the joe horn era of when the might have been before that it might have been it, uh, it might have been when they hired Didka to coach. 
Oh, with like Ricky Williams. Yeah, because I'd imagine I'd heard, I'd heard enough uncles speak well about Mike Didka that that probably yeah. steered me that way. Yeah, as a as a kid, like fucking right when I was figuring out football, like really getting into paying attention to it, I always kind of thought the Saints were cool because like yeah. There was like a hot tick minute in the early 90s where they were good for like the first time in a dozen years. That mm-hmm. balloon popped pretty quick. They had like a really wild defense. They had like four Pro Bowl caliber linebackers, which is like, hmm. shouldn't you trade one of them? <laughs> but no. it's, it's good to have four good linebackers, but you can't win a whole fucking game with these yeah. four guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were one of those teams that always had a quarterback that had three names. Billy Joe Tolliver. <laughs> mm. Bobby John Gulliver. <laughs> just some good Southern boy who just wasn't talented enough to hell of a college quarterback. Well, there's people still talking about him, but they just yeah. they weren't cut out for the beating an NFL quarterback <laughs> takes. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're an easy they're especially back then back when they were fucking sad sacks they're an easy team to like they got a good color scheme they got a good yep. logo yep. new orleans is a fun town yeah god speaking of like quarterbacks at the 49ers i read an interview with joe montana a while back that was so fucking bleak because like <laughs> it <laughs> In my head, he was always kind of fun, and he was Joe Cool. You know, he was on Saturday Night Live. He had, like, a good sense of humor. But it was just, like, him giving an honest assessment of what his life has been like post-football. And it's just like, I have been in agony since the age of 40. (laughs) And that's not even the worst part. I... I had no more mountains to climb at the age of 35, and I've started businesses, I've done this and that, and none of it even scratches the itch in any way. I just wake up every morning and have to convince myself there's something I should get done today. It's the fucking end of Conan the Barbarian. (laughs) He's just sad on his throne. No more worlds to conquer. Isn't that that Alexander the Great? (laughs) Yep, Alexander the Great, yep. He wept. Wept for there were were no more worlds. Like, imagine waking up every day and you're just, literally every bone in your body hurts. And not just that, you're sad. You know, like... (laughs) Because well, you can be in pain, but in a good mood. But yeah. to be in pain and just bummed. Yeah, I, I, I maybe they probably do offer this, but like the fucking NFL Players Union should offer some kind of like post career like life coach. Because like I, you see some of those guys too. They fucking gain one hundred and fifty pounds within like a year of quitting. Because they're taught to eat 7,000 calories a day, but they're also working out twice a day. And then all of a sudden, you're not working out twice a day, and you're still eating like that, you know? Like Yeah. And, the, and even if you like working out, if you suddenly don't absolutely have to anymore, yeah. it makes it easy to skip a day here and there. I've heard, too, like, because everyone's, like, a, a good, like, Pro Bowl or Hall of Fame caliber guy like pretty quickly after retiring, we'll get on somewhere as like the wide receivers coach. It's like, I wonder why they do that. They don't need the money. And then I think Something a lot to of do. Yeah. It's like, it gives me a, because they, they talk about it too. When you're in the NFL, your fucking life is so pre-planned every hour that you know what you're supposed to be doing, you know, mm-hmm. like come in to lift weights from eight to 10, go home, Till noon, come back, and then we're going to watch a video. Come back at 2 p.m., we're going to have a walkthrough. You know, like, you, you have a dietitian making all your fucking food for you if you want it. Like, imagine all of that support system getting taken out underneath. It's like, how do you grocery shop? <laughs> 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 like, where's the man that grocery shops? He doesn't work for you, dude. Like, <laughs> What's uh, Arby's? <laughs> yeah. Well, I bet they'll discover that. And they'll, they'll be pretty psyched. <laughs> Just put the beef in the bag. <laughs> But, sir, it's not done cooking, I said what I said. (laughs) I wonder if you can just order the beef. Can you just go to Arby's and be like, I would like five pounds of that? I've I've ordered a pound of roast beef multiple times. No shit. They're ready for it. Like, 
Oh. One of the Arby's in Fargo used to have a little placard or like a little cardboard thing underneath the menu that was like eight ninety nine a pound for Arby's roast beef. And I was like, this is this is pretty terrible knowledge for me to have. <laughs> you know, I don't think it's the roast beef that's the worst thing on the menu for a guy at Arby's. <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> Man, I have driven around during COVID and ate loose roast beef while listening to podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Just chugging room temp tap water and eating roast beef. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Listen to ghost stories of 42 <laughs> years old. <laughs> <laughs> Choking this on is... the roast beef at the scary parts. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Don't go in that room. <laughs> <laughs> Taking a big handful of roast beef to the dome and then squirting a little horsey sauce in there out of the packet. <laughs> They they, they make a good roast beef. Yeah, it's good food. It's good food. I have recently been wondering. I got to find a Greek restaurant near me. I want a place that'll sell you a pound of Euro meat. Oh, sure. God, I love fucking Euro meat so goddamn much. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Euro's fantastic. Haven't had one in literally years. No shit. Okay, yeah. I'll go a year or two between, but yeah, they're... God damn. What, what's the sauce? The tzatziki sauce? I'm going to pronounce it like a white guy. Yeah. Tzatziki, I think. I don't know. <laughs> God, it's good. <laughs> fucking drown me in that shit. Yeah. <laughs> some f- fucking tart yogurt sauce. Yeah. <laughs> tart yogurt sounds like a modern rapper. <laughs> <laughs> Mumble sound clown rapper. Yeah. T- Tart yogurt's going to open up for Young Gravy at the Red River Valley Fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, if you if you didn't see the entirety of the fucking game, that means you missed Post Malone singing America the Beautiful on the kickoff show. And, like, it was, it was great, whatever. I like Post Malone. But he had the most audacious bolo tie I've ever seen in my life. Just this fucking rectangle looked like the size of a pack of cigarettes with a fucking turquoise inlet and long, long tails hanging out, hanging down to his dick just with this fucking monster bolo on. Something Richard Petty would wear to a wedding. Holy shit. It looked like the thing from Richard Petty's hat is what it looked like. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> you got to give Richard Petty credit. 30 years since he was a relevant racer, if not more. You mentioned mm-hmm. Richard Petty hat. People know what you're talking about. Yeah, right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> he did great things for the gaudy cowboy hat decoration industry. If you just showed those clothes to somebody, it'd be like, oh, was this the gayest cowboy who ever lived? <laughs> 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 no he's a mean race car driver richard petty probably wouldn't even take offense to it he's so cool <laughs> no nah, man i like chicks holy shit care for a winston <laughs> richard petty weighs 88 pounds mm-hmm. <laughs> Is this the gayest cowboy? <laughs> oh, shit. Is, is fucking Richard Petty still with us? I have no idea. God, he'd be getting old, man, if he is. I feel like he's been old forever. Yeah, like... I bet he, if he's alive, he's well into his 80s. Because, like, I think, like, he raced into his f- mid-50s. I feel like he was done in the 90s at some point. Like, He's 86. Oh, good for him. Still if, alive, still wearing fucking loud cowboy hats. God bless him. Still if, looks exactly like he always has. <laughs> if anyone out there, if you are the nephew or niece 
or third cousin of Mark Martin. Get him on our podcast. Of who? Mark Martin. If anyone ever asked me who my favorite racer was 20 years ago, I'd say Mark Martin because he was this dinosaur that didn't fit in anymore. Just this tiny little white-haired man that looked like he didn't take care of himself. Because <laughs> by that time, all racers were starting to kind of look the same and be real corporate, you know, like that. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, uh, like, he looked like his dad didn't own a yacht, which you can't say about any NASCAR guy anymore. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man, when he's gone, it's over. <laughs> he, he's like, he was the last guy that raced in, like, the old school 80s Monte Carlo frame, you know? like <laughs> That square-ass yeah. race car. <laughs> Back when race cars actually looked like real cars, which... Yeah. That's been gone for 25 years now. Like, I have never once like given a shit about NASCAR. Like, oh. like to sit down and watch the race? Never. Yeah. Not fucking once. If it's the last 10, 15 laps and it's close as shit, sure. I can, I can dial in. And like, I went to enough racing as a kid. So I kind of like, we had a racetrack and fuck, there was nothing else to do. So like, right. And even back my, I think I've said it on here before. My fucking problem with anything motorsports too fucking long. Too long and too loud. Why is this four hours? Why? Fuck me. Football How about we just do thing. 10 laps? How about yeah. 10 laps? Why not? Yep. How about it ends at a time like every other sport? Like whoever does the most <laughs> laps in two hours wins. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I have for years been trying to make a bit work about NASCAR because like I don't like NASCAR, but I also kind of kind of chide at it when like people like, ah, it's just dumb hillbillies going in circles. You know, like, mm-hmm. it's like there's so much fucking math and science that goes over every, like, fucking aerodynamics and fucking the engineering of a race car is like a fucking rocket ship. Yeah. It's like, it's like they just need to somehow make that part, part known. But the trouble is the crew chief still has a name like Cooter. <laughs> like, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, so you got Cooter up there <laughs> talking about drag ratio. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> he's sad. He sounds like he's ate his sister's butt. <laughs> it's like, come on. You you need a better spokesman than Cooter. <laughs> I tell you, tell you too about wind drag. Get the fuck out of here, Cooter. Yeah, everyone's just booing him out of the room. <laughs> you got to send somebody else. You need a rep. You need like, a representative. <laughs> like you could probably have a, a, a physics TED talk that would be illuminating and then at the end of it, oh, by the way, all of these guys aren't college professors. They're NASCAR pit crew chiefs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, and it'd just be like, I wondered why that guy had that haircut. <laughs> Everyone looked like they just took a hat off. <laughs> I love when you go like you go to like a small town wedding and eighty percent of the guys have the have the ring, you know? <laughs> Holy shit, the perfect ring around their head from where yeah. they just took their cap off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean and I, I'd probably be that guy too if I had a head that could wear a hat. <laughs> also, from eyebrow up is four shades lighter than the rest yeah. of their face because they always wear a hat. Yeah. <laughs> and since that skin never sees the elements, it's like too soft and weird. Like it's the the pores are so tiny. It's like the it's like the the skin where my watch goes. Like uh, this is. There's a children's book called The Velveteen Forehead. <laughs> a young farm girl rubbing her dad's forehead as he sleeps. <laughs> it's like it feels it's it's several degrees cooler. It almost feels wet, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> the for the forehead of the of any rural man feels like the outside of one uh, outside of like a a, a, a fleshlight 
tube like the yeah. guts of a fleshlight. Yeah. <laughs> they should, as like a parlor trick at like a small haunted house, they should have a guy with that forehead underneath behind a curtain. You put your hand in and feel it and try to explain what it is. <laughs> Am I petting a dolphin's belly? No. No, it's Gerald. He sticks out a hand and waves. I had an incident this week at a at a bar. Ooh. I was uh I, I saw your face. Brace yourself for food, but this yeah. isn't food related. Yeah. It was, I had a bathroom whoopsie doodle. Oh, uh, did you? Well, God damn it, I'm glad there's finally some solidarity. <laughs> no, this isn't nearly as bad as any of yours. Uh, but it was enough to be like, well, I should bring that up on the podcast. I was, I was at a brewery, and I was like, I got a shit in this bar. That's never what you want to do, but okay. Mm-mm. But it's a brewery, not a fucking dive bar. So it's like, it's not like the bathroom's a goddamn war zone or anything. Go in there, do my, do my dark deeds. And <laughs> I, I was, it was my own fault. I was dilly dallying. I was fucking around on my phone and sat there too long. So long that apparently the, the, the automatic flusher sensor oh. was like time, time, my time to shine, baby. <laughs> and I was like, I was, I had the, I had the forearms on the knees, holding my phone, and I fucking blasted my nutsack with the <laughs> coldest water I have ever been privy to. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> fucking popped up off of that goddamn throne fucking shaking my balls off like a goddamn paintbrush that you're trying to get the last bit off <laughs> fuck w- wiping him against the stall wall <laughs> <laughs> I shook him off best I could and put everything away but god damn it that was you know, uh- who, I don't want who needs who who needs caffeine? That shit was <laughs> heyo. I I don't want to dox you here. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> oh, good. So here's how this story went. You uh, were taking a shit. You got sprayed by the automatic spirit. Happens to the best of us. You jump <laughs> up an alarm, shake your testicles to completion, put yep. your pants on, and left. There's a step missing, brother. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was done. That's how seriously uh, I was dilly dallying. Oh. Is that I had come? I was at a hundred percent completion. That progress bar was filled, oh, and I was God. still fucking watching TikTok videos. Oh, fast! I, okay, that just shows how we're different. I never. Once the wipe is complete, it's done. Like, I mean, You're I'm done. Up. Yeah, I'm up. Like <laughs> now, if you want to say, well, that means you should probably set your phone on fire, Marlon. You're not wrong. <laughs> I who am I to judge the, the <laughs> atrocities my phone has seen? <laughs> ah, I thought that story was going one of two ways. I thought that story was going, especially when you said automated, I thought you meant like the lighting timer went out. So it was fucking pitch black. Been there. Been there. That happened. And my next thought was, oh, he sat on the toilet so long, his legs fell asleep. Been there too. Yeah. (laughs) Got them Gumby legs. (laughs) I fucking, like, I sprung up off of that thing, arms in the air, like, oh, shit. I looked like, I looked like, is it Willem Dafoe who gets gunned down in platoon? Yeah. (laughs) Drop to your knees. Oh. (laughs) Brother, you got to learn to just fucking turn into the skid. Push your ass down. Get a good spray in there. (laughs) (laughs) Now my dick. Now my dick. (laughs) Get the whole grundle cleaned up. (laughs) You do it right. You don't got to shower the next day. (laughs) God damn it. The coldest water. I fucking polar plunged my boys. (laughs) Holy fuck. 
I didn't mention this pre-show chit-chat. The uh, the hunting lodge I stayed at this week at perfectly fine, but the shower so small. I'm pretty sure I couldn't turn around in it. <laughs> and, and looking at the ground, someone had fucking field dressed a pheasant in that thing. <laughs> there was some fucking. <laughs> Ooh, there was like, a, but there was like a little rubber mat, you know, like a non-slip mat, and all of the fucking carnage seemed to be outside of the mat so i was like you know what i take my glasses off i can't see shit oh boy (laughs) and but you know what i did i want to i did i want to know but you know how much i fucking sweat on stage i can't just not shower and be a normal human yeah (laughs) i can you're a wet boy uh, yeah, I'm a damp daddy. <laughs> I'm wet right now, man. That fucking light was burning me up. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. That's We're both we both suffer for our art. <laughs> we sure do. I've been on a hell of a run, I think seven shows in eleven days. That's a fucking that's a stretch. Had a boy. Tell the jokes. Flexing the muscles. Oh, that's a reminder to come see us March eighth and 9th at the. Hey, yeah. At the at the cellar in Fargo. Tickets available now. FrontStreetTapRoom dot com. Welcome to America's Barley Basket. By the way. <laughs> Episode one eighty something. Is is that your guess? Yeah, one eighty nine. 191. Okay, that's not so bad. Jesus, we're coming up on a milestone. Look at that. So it'll be springtime when young men's thoughts turn to love. Our podcast will What will we do to celebrate? What will we put our bodies through? (laughs) What kind of fucking C-level Howard Howard Stern-esque ripoff stunts will we do to our bodies? (laughs) (laughs) What kind of fucking Steve-O on Whippets things will we do to abuse ourselves for your entertainment? Oh, boy. See who can hold their balls in the toilet water long under. (laughs) Oh, man, that is... When you get a splash, I hate that. Like, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to throw these balls away. (laughs) What's the move? (laughs) (laughs) There's Uh, no good answer. I thought that when I bought my house, I was like, I hope I don't have a toilet where the water's too high or whatever it is that causes that. Like, I don't want the splash back. I don't want knuckles hitting water. That's rough. I hate that. You know? <laughs> like, oh, fuck. You, you reach back to do your business and dunk your hand in the water. I've had my knuckles graze the top of the water. That's fucking terrible. <laughs> Uh, you're looking around that gas station like oh no am i gonna have to lose the hand is this do i got the the last of us fungus on my hand now who else is shit here (laughs) oh Oh, my god i just remembered this right now Went to a coffee shop in Aberdeen, South Dakota, just to change clothes for the show that night and piss. Changed my clothes, took a piss, flushed the fucking toilet. This is the second time in two months I have been the victim of someone else demolishing a toilet before me. (laughs) And I swear to God, if it wasn't so gross, I would have taken a picture. A rubber glove came up out of the toilet with a lot of other things. Holy shit. Yeah, because I remember I went there, like, I, I checked the bathroom. It was locked. And then, like, I went and got a coffee, set it down, came back, still locked. Like, someone's doing something. And I could hear a lot of, like, rustling around in there. So, like, <laughs> someone was dumping a crime scene into that fucking toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was trying to get the methamphetamine that he had yeah. ballooned up his keister yeah. out. Dead. Crossed my mind that 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 balloon might, that fucking glove might have been inside somebody. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's that would be my best guess. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, because I was like, is that a condom? Because it had that ring, but the ring was too big. I was like, oh, that's the ring around the wrist of a rubber glove. And sure <laughs> enough, but I, 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 I fucking got the fuck out of Dodge. <laughs> like, I'm like, <laughs> out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> 
Ooh, boy. <laughs> Let the fucking 14-year-old kid make a minimum wage deal with that nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> he needs a life lesson. <laughs> Maybe that's what'll get him to study harder when he's in school. <laughs> <laughs> I've started doing that whenever I'm telling a joke that's not going well. I'm like, let this be a reminder to make sure your kids go to tech school. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. well, Learn. Go, yeah. Learn a trade. Learn a trade. <laughs> yeah. Or become an engineer. Do something like that. <laughs> People need their lawnmower fixed. Yeah. <laughs> this is no way for a grown-up to spend their nights. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not have a motel room to go to to change and change in at coffee shops? No, yeah, we we drove home after the show that night. Oh, so yeah, Jesus there was no Christ, hotel to man. go to. Yep. Oh my god, didn't that? But it was the perfect, nice, big, spacious bathroom. Had the baby, the baby changing station to set all your shit on. My god, like a king. Like a king. Yep. You apparently weren't the only one who's like, yeah, I'm going to, no, yeah. I'm going to get these crack rocks out of my rectum at the nice bathroom down at the coffee shop. If someone hadn't been breaking bad in that bathroom 20 minutes before, it would have been a five-star bathroom experience. <laughs> <laughs> Aberdeen's Jesse Pinkman took care of business. <laughs> Jesse Brownman. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that deserved better. I might yeah. be wrong, but... <laughs> I was trying to think of what were his like goonish henchmen? Was it beaver or otter? Badger. Badger. <laughs> I wonder how many You're close. four-legged You're little close. woodland creatures I could have named. <laughs> beaver, otter, badger. Weasel. Was, his name. <laughs> was it mink? Muskrat. <laughs> Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know what it is. I was just fucking dragging ass today. Yeah. Just real low energy kind of day today. I, Got, I just I need need some Frank Thomas fucking pepper pecker pumpers today. Yeah. <laughs> it's never too late. <laughs> <laughs> it's never too early. Man, if I didn't have high blood pressure, that'd be a good thing we could do for the podcast. Just do like a sixty-day run of fucking whatever Frank Thomas's fucking dick Nutra poppers are. or whatever. Yeah, it's. I think you're on to something with Nutra. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that the is that the pill promoted by Frank Thomas? Baseball's the big hurt. No Baseball's the like big that. hurt. <laughs> and your uh, wife will thank you too. <laughs> that she'll like it too. Yeah. Wink. I love- like God damn it. <laughs> I love how I love how how commercials during wrestling are just dick hitters in video games. Like you're right, it is pretty soft, and I wouldn't mind playing Suicide Squad. It seems fun. Like Jesus Christ. How little you guys think of your audience. I'm surprised Totino's pizza rolls isn't in there somewhere. There hasn't been a an advertisement for wrestling that involves soap in 35 years. <laughs> not even, not even all through the the rise and fall of like Old Spice shower gel. Like it never, never approached. Ain't nobody buying none of that shit. When's the last time Dove advertised during a wrestling program? <laughs> you know how there's like when wrestlemania happens there's always a ton of wrestling shit going on in that city yep like little federations will have yeah. shows around yep you're like convention type things i like to have like a fucking you hold up a picture and ask a wrestling like okay what's this oh that's three-time nwa tag team champion the midnight express Okay, what's this? Oh, that's the cage they used at War Games in 1994. What's this? It's like, mm, God, I don't know. Oh, Jesus, what? I mean, I, I guess that's could it have barbecue sauce? No, it's body wash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like to oil the wrestlers up? No, to clean your nutsack. <laughs> They can't even wrap their head around it. 
at the very least, go to the bathroom and let a toilet blast them off. Let's at least get the mud off them. (laughs) They might be too well seasoned at that point. (laughs) Oh, but oh, don't say seasoned. Ah. Completely nonstick, soap. like like a goddamn cast iron pan. <laughs> once once every two years, they're fucking home elf hay dumpster nutsack in a fucking bowl of kerosene. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know you don't like it, Jeremy, but today's yeah. the day we're deglazing your n- <laughs> nutsack. <laughs> 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 they, oh, fuck. they throw cookies and cream twixes down a cattle chute <laughs> lock his big fat head in <laughs> oh. <laughs> holy fuck I am not here to body shame because it'd be pretty hypocritical, but the two or three times I have been to a local wrestling promotion I feel pretty good about myself. Yep. Yep. <laughs> there are five foot six, 800 pound people at those shows. <laughs> <laughs> Having the time of their lives. I yep. envy how fully enjoying themselves. Free they can be, you know, not a, not a lick of self-consciousness in them, you know, like, you know what I would give to be unbothered by myself. Mm hmm. There are people that have that gift. I envy them every day. Yep. Just walk out of your house wearing a fucking burlap sack, it appears, and fucking <laughs> flip-flops. Just disaster. It's January. Don't give a fuck. God bless them. Yeah. <laughs> the wrestling fans will inherit the earth. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Old Genghis Khan could make quick work of that. <laughs> Some pretty easy pickings. Uh, hug, hug, just, hugging just female the... wrestlers too tight for the photos. Yeah. Oh, fuck. That too. How do you... I mean, it's also just don't be a shithead, but like... When you look like that, how aren't you ashamed of yourself so much that you just like stand a polite distance? You have to know that being that close to you is the worst moment of their life. (laughs) 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 Oh, God, if this podcast ever got the clout, I would love to have a C-level diva on and ask him about that shit. How bad do some of those guys smell? Oh, man. Like, ones that aren't the level where they're ever going to get paid by the E again so they can talk freely. Catch them on their way down and ask them stories about meet and greets. Yeah, I bet it's fucking beyond the pale. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. There was that montage of fucking goddamn chuds fresh out of the sewer that showed up for a meet and greet (laughs) for the, the Laker girls. And the look of terror in their eyes (laughs) as these human fucking slugs slithered their way up to them and just fucking like (laughs) so fucking just fucked by God. They don't even know what smiling is. (laughs) (laughs) Fucked by God. They're just loudly exhaling when the picture's taken. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, the woman has just like a megawatt perfect smile, you know. You can just see the terror in her eyes. (laughs) (laughs) There's 10 Texas Rangers with rifles fucking on that guy's back the whole time. (laughs) It's like like when you go to a fancy zoo and get your picture taken with a tiger. They tranked that tiger earlier today. Yeah, those... Those women ate a handful of Valium before that day. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. I truly, if I could call in a favor to someone in the wrestling, is like, hey, get me someone that was a diva from 08 to 2012. That (laughs) is a good conversationalist. Because, I mean, I'd love to talk about all sorts of wacky wrestling. Oh, totally. Yeah. That alone, fuck me. So good. (laughs) 
What? How many? How many tales of just object terror does Stacy Keebler have in her? Oh holster? my God! Yeah, Stacy Keebler was the kind of attractive that even normal guys will make a fool of themselves. <laughs> yeah, let alone the fucking goddamn swamp goblins that fucking. <laughs> how many times did a man? fucking sucking air because he had to climb up a slight incline just waddled up to her and just made a noise he couldn't even get a word out (laughs) (laughs) she just like immediately crawls under a table like it's a fucking earthquake oh shit <laughs> Fucking uh, uh, Jordan Grace, the the TNA Women's Champion. She has, I think, two or three books that she sells as merch on indie shows. That are, uh, it's just tweets, just creep ass tweets that no news have sent her, or not tweets, but DMs, direct messages. And it's, I think, it's just called the DMs of a female wrestler. And like, everyone is just like. You owe it to society to give these men's names to a fucking private investigator <laughs> and have him murder all of these men. <laughs> like, at the very least, have him do whatever research needs to be done to send all of these to their moms, you yeah. know? Like, uh, Jesus Christ. I bet... 90 i mean maybe she edits it but like i bet if you like took a look at all of them like just strictly you just got the feed sent to your uh, twitter account i bet there's like a five percent clip that are heartbreaking like you know like they're like they're like polite like i know you probably wouldn't want to date someone like me like just completely clueless like it's like what you live in you live in ecuador what the fuck like like and they're just pouring their heart out it's like oh Oh, my god which fuck fuck you that's manipulation yeah like like Like, i'm not letting those guys off the hook just because they're sad but I mean, I think it's better than like all caps. Show me your asshole. <laughs> I honestly, I bet that one's easier to deal with. I bet that oh. callus builds up quicker. Yeah, man, you get you're you're, you're dodging that punch a lot. Fucking hit delete on that. Like, yeah, it's like it's like spam mail at that point. Or, like just, okay, delete. What I bet a lot of the ones I'm talking about are it's special needs people too. I bet not all of them. I know plenty uh, yeah. of sad sack sons of bitches that ain't special at all. <laughs> In any way. <laughs> that, that, that sounded like a rock promo. Where did I pull that out of? <laughs> you're, you're getting with the times. You're doing the rock heel turn just like he did. Yep. Yep. Hollywood rock. Heel rock. <laughs> Which I'm, I'm here for. I like that. Yep, totally. <laughs> I would, uh, I, I would uh, be wary if they said that this was the plan from the beginning. I think it. Would, I think this is reactionary, but it'll. It's good work. So. Yeah. <laughs> Whew. Ring Poor the goddamn fans. bell. We got there. Yeah. <laughs> what are the haters gonna say now? <laughs> Holy God! I am intrigued to read one of those books. Yeah, I've I've just seen like excerpts and everyone is just like this you don't we don't need this person like if I remember correctly she's not just pretty she's kind of jacked too she's, she's like a beefcake a, yeah like a big old big old muscle mommy so she's getting a whole other stripe of weirdo that mm-hmm. want a woman that can put him in a fucking torture chamber you know like <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's not just getting the the i just want you to look at it weirdos it's like i want yeah. you to step on it <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many women exist on planet Earth that could convincingly give me a human torture rack. <laughs> <laughs> she could That's, for sure. Yeah. She'd fucking. You gotta be. I mean, there were plenty of times when Luger would get a big old hoss, get Terry Gordy up there, and you could tell yeah. they had Gordy tap out pretty quick because he couldn't yeah, keep him up. He was working for it. Getting fucking 350 pounds on your shoulders and like 
going up and down, you know, that's got to <laughs> fucking tire you out, you know, like. Yeah. And he'd get like fucking Bobby Eaton up there. He'd jump, you know, but he ain't jumping with Terry Gordy. <laughs> I bet we have mentioned Terry Gordy's name more than any other <laughs> Simpsons podcast. And it's, I bet it's not even close. I bet it's, <laughs> we, 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 I bet it's an insurmountable amount of times. We've mentioned Terry Gordy more than most wrestling podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> We, we've mentioned Terry Gordy more than we've mentioned Moses Lack. <laughs> well, <laughs> tell me when fucking Mo can convincingly sell a lariat. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Boy, sad sack Mo could sell a lariat. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> he'd sell it because he'd be unconscious. <laughs> Doing the big fucking inside out Shawn Michaels clothesline yeah. sell. Do a full flip. Well, best of luck to you, bud. Yeah. Come see these virile young men in uh, Fargo, North Dakota, March 8th and 9th at the cellar in Fargo. Yeah. Tickets available at frontstreetchaproom.com. Yeah. We're going to tell jokes. Or Roulette, North Dakota at the Wagon Wheel. Sure, uh, come to Roulette. Yeah, this Saturday. This Saturday. That'll be fun, too. Yeah. Oh, man, we're going to go to the Corregidor. Yeah. You, you once signed a titty with a pencil. Or was it a ballpoint pen? A ballpoint pen. <laughs> a pencil's insane. <laughs> <laughs> that, that poor gal, you got to push hard with a ballpoint pen. I guarantee you that signature's still there. <laughs> yeah. I bet she was confused when she woke up. <laughs> What is this? I had to push so hard into her titty meat to get the ink to take. Yeah. Oh, oh the perils of the road. She, she had to get a cover-up tattoo. It's a rose now. <laughs> she changed it to Merle Haggard. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, shit. His mama tried tattooed across her abdomen. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I would kind of mark out for a gal that had mama tried <laughs> in, like, thug life over, like, a belly rocker. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh. That woman's out there. You just got to find her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well, everybody, enjoy your week. I'll see you this weekend, buddy. We'll tell some goddamn jokes. Hell yeah. Have a great weekend, everyone. Come to one of our shows. Hooray.